Today's episode is brought to you by Twin City Seed Company. Twin City Seed Company provides the highest quality grass seed money can buy using the top rated cultivars according to trials from the National Turf Grass Evaluation Program. You can use the coupon code LONDAD10 for 10% off your next order. Check them out at TwinCitySeed.com. From landscaping to parenting, much is in store, because life is so much more than cutting the grass on the Lawn Dads Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Lawn Dads Podcast. My name's TJ, your adequate DIY lawn enthusiast and host. You can find me on all things social media channels as at the Lawn Dad. So today, we've got Kevin. Kevin with the longest yard. Big PNW guy. Pacific Northwest guy. Kevin, how you doing, man? Doing great. Doing great. Nice to awesome. be here, TJ. How, uh, how cold is it there right now? It is about 19 degrees. Uh, got Jeez. eight inches of snow on the ground, and it's forecasting for freezing rain this weekend. Nice. You putting a lot of pre-emergent down in your lawn, you know, this, this, this week or next week or. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> if I throw it on fertilizer now, maybe it'll melt in the spring, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Is that, that's the thing, right? That's gotta be a thing. <laughs> I, it has to be. I know. Yeah. 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 has to be. So, uh, so thanks for being on, man. Um, it's always, it's, this podcast, I wanted to try and get like, you know, I'm, I'm from the South I'm Bermuda, but not a lot of people around here know what goes on in the PNW or the Pacific Northwest. Not a lot of guys here know what you all have to deal with in Washington yeah. state. You know what I mean? So great to have you on like as a lawn guy, but some somewhere it's like across the U S from us. So, yeah, um, yeah, definitely. Yeah. So tell, so tell us a little bit about, uh, yourself, how you got started, what kind of grass do you have? Let's, let's just get into it. Yeah. Sounds great. Um, yeah, I've been doing this social media thing for, uh, about three years now. Nice. Um, like I said, I was up here, up here in the Pacific Northwest. I have straight Kentucky bluegrass, um, mono stand and, uh, no, it's just been fun. Uh, I got a family, three beautiful kids, wife. Um, and when we moved from our old house to this house, uh, right during the pandemic, right in 2020, when it hit, my buddy convinced me to just start taking pictures of my lawn and one of my videos kind of just blew up. It, uh, it was a video of me and my daughter raking our dirt, uh, just <laughs> where we're going to put our future garden. I found a funny audio clip for it and I posted to it and, um, it was on TikTok, So on my TikTok, and it just went nuts. Like, um, I was sitting there watching uh, notifications. I had my notifications turned on because usually it was just me and my buddies sending each other funny clips. But uh, yeah, it, it just started notification, notification, like all day long. I finally had to turn it off and I was trying to respond to the comments. You know how you try and keep up with the comments? Couldn't keep up. So it nice. hit like 6 million um, in 48 hours, something like that, 6 million views. And from there, I mean, I, I started taking it a little bit seriously and and started posting regularly and it just kind of evolved from there. So it's nice. been a really fun hobby. And, and here I am now, which is insane on a podcast. This is, it's awesome. Sweet. And we're, <laughs> yeah, dude, living the dream, man. I hear you. I feel like every it's guest is quote. just, yeah. Every guest is just like, man. I'm, and now I'm here on a podcast talking about grass. It's the best. <laughs> yep. Yep. It is so, the best. Yeah. Back when you were uh, sh when you were raking dirt with your daughter uh, <laughs> and going viral, yeah. were you the longest yard then, or did you change your name? Or 
Oh yeah. Yeah. That's a great question actually. So I'm, I do triathlons. So I guess way oh, back. Nice. So I do triathlons and, um, I started getting into lawn care a little bit. So I actually first named it triathlon, which was going to be like a mixture between like, Hey, come watch me work out. You know how this is how I train for triathlons. And then, Oh, I also do yard work. But then I start, when I started that, there's no cross between lawn care and triathlons. So it's like so two different niches. Yeah. It's like right? two completely separate niches. <laughs> yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So then I was like, okay, let me rethink this. What, you know, and Adam Sandler's my favorite actor of all time, right? He's the best. Uh, so then I started going down his like movie list and I was like, okay, happy Gilmore. I was like, happy Gilmower. I could do happy Gilmower. And I was like, no, no. So then I landed on longest yard. So there's a kind of, you know, the two puns in there, right? Cause I spell it with an A. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, I just, I just stuck with it and, and it went. So I think it's a little tough because people are, have a hard time. Every time they spell longest yard, it, it reverts it to with an O and then they can't find me. So I'm having uh, a little difficulty with that. Yeah. SEO searchability. So right. I, I would say if anybody wants to, uh, rebrand themselves for like a lawn, a bad dad lawn pun, dude, just talk to Kevin. <laughs> I've like got him. I, I really have a book out there. That's just a bunch of lawn puns that I, I was going to go with, but yeah, that's really funny. You need to start a marketing company for people who want to like start a lawn channel and just like yes. do like their logo, full out, full out branding, dude. I think a business oh, just started. Perfect. Let's go. I know. <laughs> t-shirts. Oh, I have, I have plans for the t-shirts in the spring. You can't steal this either, but keeping up with the, keeping up with the yard dashians. Nice. Dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, yeah. TM trademarked. No one can take right. that because it's been established on this podcast. It's recorded that he said that. So no one can Documented. steal that. <laughs> That's right. Do you have, uh, are you in a neighborhood or? Yeah. So I'm actually in an HOA and, uh, okay. it's really funny you bring up the neighbor thing because, uh, last year I named my neighbor. So I know his, this isn't his real name, right? I named him Ryan with an E. Uh-huh. So he's, you know, so kind of off of Ryan Rosillo. Anyways, he's like my <laughs> fake neighbor that I made up that just has a trash lawn and his lawn is actually nice, but Ryan with an E is like my competitive, my com competition. Right. So every, I, I kind of revert to him in a couple of my videos, like, Oh, Ryan with an E over there sucking it up again on the, on the lawn game. <laughs> Ryan yeah, with yeah. an E, where does the E fall? Uh, R Y E N instead of R Y A N. Yeah. 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 <laughs> That'd be the, okay. That'd be the worst name. I think to, to name somebody is Ryan with an yeah, E. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too. But every time so that, that's what the funny part is like, every time I say it, I have to make sure I say Ryan with an E. That's hilarious. Yeah. So he, his yep. name isn't actually Ryan with an E, but you put no, in your videos. No. That's nope. hilarious. Yep. I need, I need, yeah, that's, that's good, man. That's great. <laughs> and only one, one of the people in my neighborhood actually caught on to my YouTube. Um, uh -huh. and he, he's like, Oh, good thing I'm not Ryan. So we have kind of like an inside <laughs> joke going on, but yeah, it's pretty funny. That's hilarious. Ryan with an E that'd be like the absolute worst name to have as a person. Yeah. Yeah. It's a bad right. Ryan with an E. Yeah. Definitely doesn't take care of his yard. And he always nope. misses trash day. Always yep, misses trash always. day. Man, that's the true. worst. Oh, Ryan with an <laughs> E just sucks as a neighbor. Yep. Yep. He's got barking dogs in the back. Yeah. That's the worst. So HOA, do you, I mean, do you guys have like yard of the month at all? Do you, do you do any of that or? 
Now, it's a good question because we don't. However, every time we go to a meeting, my wife kind of got involved with the HOA uh, this year. And so she's kind of sitting on the board. And uh, one of the people in the HOA meeting says, we should all strive to be that lawn in our neighborhood. And this guy goes, well, what lawn are you talking about? And the lady st stands up, not my wife, but the lady stands up and she goes, if you don't know what lawn I'm talking about, then you don't know. <laughs> that's awesome. Not yeah, Ryan with so the knees, that's I, for sure. <laughs> uh, not Ryan with the knees, yeah. No, I real mow my front lawn um, and my back lawn when I can, but uh, I have 8,000 square feet of lawn, so the, the front lawn is 2,000. Okay. Um, and I real mow that one almost every morning before work with just a manual push mower, but when I really want to lay to some stripes, I got an old you know, cylinder mower that, nice. I, that I push, so yeah. So that's a, that's a cool thing. So obviously I'm Bermuda, Bermuda side of things. You are that cool season, that Kentucky bluegrass side of thing. One thing that I didn't know kind of getting into lawn care and taking care of grass is that you can real mow Northern grasses. You can real mow those cool season grasses. And so actually getting into this, you know, a little bit heavier about three, four years ago, I was like, oh dude, like you can you could be real mowing Kentucky bluegrass. And I don't think a lot of people know that. How, how low can you mow Kentucky bluegrass? Do you think? Um, so I have mine set to a half an inch right now and that's only because it just won't go any lower. Yeah. Um, but I know like I was a huge fan of Connor Ward uh, mm -hmm. a few years back and watching him, you know, he had a mono stand to start with and I kind of followed him. I was like, man, that would be his yards insane. It's just yeah, know, huge, whatever. But He's also like the mountains house. in the backyard. Like, how could you yeah. not be mowing and just loving life right there? <laughs> oh, that's oh, it's the perfect. It's so awesome. Yeah. Uh, so I saw him and I was like, well, I, if he can do it, you know, I can figure this thing out. I'll, I'll try and figure it out. So, yeah, I, I got it down to a half of an inch and it still looks amazing. It still looks great. Um, I want to go lower uh, just to do it, but I, I, I need to do a whole like uh, leveling, sand leveling, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. Yeah. Next year, I, my plan is to get a really nice real mower, probably Toro or something, mm -hmm. and nice. and go after it. Yeah, nice. And are you so since since your cool grass? Do you use soil or sand or a mixture of both to level, or what are you guys using to level up there? Yeah, um, I want to do sand this year. I have done sandy loam in the past. Mm -hmm. uh, last year was all sandy loam, and then I had a big project. At the beginning of 2020, what a 2022, a big project where I dug out a trampoline. So I dug in our backyard. I put a trampoline in the ground. It's a rectangle trampoline, and I used that dirt as a start. Like I wanted to just start fresh. So we moved in 2020, um, and I got the lawn kind of good. And there was some bits areas that had like bent grass mixed in there was I, who knows what was in that thing mm -hmm. so i used the trampoline project and i killed everything uh nice. glyphosate say killed it all and used that sand sandy loam to completely level everything and then reseed it from there nice and that was my big project yeah so do you guys typically have like um like dirt soil is it sandy soil like what kind of soil composition do you guys have up there yeah. Yeah. It's very sandy. I'm oh, nice. where I am right now. Yeah. It's very okay. sandy. Okay. Yeah, so, which is great, which is great. That's awesome. Yeah. Here we're like red clay dirt. <laughs> it's just, Oh yeah. Yeah. It does not uh, shed water. Well, it's just like a rock, especially if people haven't taken care of their grass. It's like an actual rock 
that you're trying to grow grass on. So, yeah, well, that's interesting nice. you say that because when I did my trampoline project, I had a couple videos on that, and everybody's like, "Where's your drainage system? Like, why don't you? You know, there's probably like a pond underneath your trampoline and everything." I said, "I I could dump, I could pour water in there. It just goes right through. I mean, it's very sandy." Wow, that's actually yeah, I did not know that. Wow, yeah, that's no great. Bottles, nothing, yeah. Because I would have that same question. It's like, dude, how are you shedding that water, man? Right. That just right, yeah. sheds. It just <laughs> it sheds, perks, yeah, they as they say. Yeah, right, yeah. It perks. So, I mean, you have an in-ground in ground, uh, trampoline. How do kids like that? I've always wondered. It, how, is it great? Is it safer? Is it better? Oh, it's amazing. So I, was, I almost saved it for the hack. It's not really a hack, though. It's kind of more of a project. But, you know, if we have a trampoline in the backyard, and my kids are eight, four, and two, they're like, I want to jump. I want to jump. So you, you, you have to put them up into the trampoline, right? And then yeah. they're like, two minutes later, they're like, I'm done. I want to go run around the yard. So you have to take them down, right? This is, it's in and out, in and out. Like they just, they just walk awesome. right in. It's yeah, dude. Kids do amazing. not spend time on trampolines. What's with that? They want to go on so bad. And then they just want to come out like <laughs> 30 seconds. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So I, my brother-in-law had a trampoline and we were doing that forever. We were just like picking up, putting, you know. And I was like, you know what? If I get a trampoline, I'm putting that thing in the ground. That's awesome. And it's it's amazing. I, I highly recommend it for anybody that has access to a, a mini excavator and a buddy because it's, yeah. it's the way to do it. So I guess people in the South, we would probably have to run drainage. Yeah, for sure. Coming out of that huge hole uh, since we don't have sandy soil. <laughs> yep, <laughs> probably have to run yep. some sort of drainage coming out. So a little bit more in-depth or expensive for us to do down here, but. Yes, that's true. And and with my sandy, I mean, with any soil, I, I assume, but we had to do a barrier around it so that the you know soil wouldn't like fold in. Yeah, that's yeah. true. So we did a, a galvanized steel uh, around the trampoline to hold for a nice. barrier. Yeah, that's great, man. That's awesome. Yeah. Now, did you uh, have you always taken care of lawns? Uh, did you just get into it maybe a couple of years ago, like where, when you moved into your to your house? Or yeah, of course. Uh, so growing up, we lived on a bit of a farm, 20 acres, huge lawn. So that was my chore was mm -hmm. to mow, right? Didn't think anything of it, That's didn't the care. <laughs> put the, put my, you know, Walkman in and yep. uh, would mow. But then, so growing up, went to school. In high school, I started cutting cups on the our local golf course. So every morning, me and my best friend would go there before school. We'd cut cups on all 18 holes and then we'd go to school. And then we did that for five years. So I was part of that crew, never mowed or anything, but um, definitely loved being on the golf course, loved cutting cups, that kind of thing. Um, then I got a career. I went to school, graduated Eastern Washington and nice. uh, started work at our local uh, utility company. And I was a groundskeeper there. So I took care of, um, let's see, what size was that? 12 acres. Not not mostly lawn, but you know there was quite a bit of lawn. Um, but I did that for two years, and that's when I fell in love. It was like perfect timing of like me starting my social media and as a groundskeeper, and it it, it just took off. So I, I got nice. super involved. Yeah, Sweet. that was where my love came from. And when you say cutting cups, what does that mean? Oh, uh, you know, going to each green and moving the actual cup. To the oh, other position. Like actually cutting cups. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I thought that was just like a Washington phrase for like I cut the greens or something like that. <laughs> no, that's a good point. I, I don't know what actual what's the actual term called? I probably cutting cups. Okay, okay. Yeah. That's just <laughs> it's what we actually, said. I'm not sure. 
yeah, it's actually what it is. It's cutting cups. I, I, I don't cups. know if there's a, maybe a, a superintendent or somebody who like is a greenskeeper or something like that can chime in and, and send me an email and say that you're an idiot. Yeah. Yeah, it's maybe I am this. an idiot. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's what we call it. So yeah, cutting cups, man. That's great. Any big, any big plans for your lawn this year? Outside of so, just maintaining and mowing and, and dominating Ryan with an E. Right. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's the main goal for sure. Uh, this year I'd, I'd love to do a green in my backyard. I just don't think I'm ready. Uh, time commitment wise. I really want to do a green in the middle with a fringe and rough around it. I think that would just be the ultimate. My kids are kind of getting interested in sports and my son, he's two, he loves hockey. I'm not the biggest hockey guy. So I'm like, well, how can I, it's like, I know I'll just give him a golf club in the summer and we'll just go out and putt. So like now that's my goal is like to get a green in the backyard for the summer so he can get out there and all my kids and me for, yeah. I mean, I love golf too. So (laughs) if that takes me this year and next year, whatever it may be, but that's definitely my goal is to get a little bit of a putting green out there. Yeah. And I think Odyssey, speaking of Adam Sandler, I think Odyssey sells his little hockey stick putter now. They so like, do. That, that might be a little option for your kid is like hockey and golf. I mean, happy Gilmore Absolutely, did it. So right? why not? Oh yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so on a, on a green in, in Washington, I'm assuming you'd probably do like a bent grass green, right? Yes. I probably will have to do more research. My the Kentucky bluegrass just won't get that low. Um, yeah. if you, if you want to actually real putt, um, it'll be low enough to where you, it'll be rough going across it. But, uh, yeah, you're right. I, I'm going to, I'm going to do a little bit more research on the bent grass, um, situation. And I, I think I'll just go for it. Um, worst Shoot, case man. scenario, I kill it off and, and go back to Kentucky blue, but and even that bent grass, I mean, you can still mow it at half an inch. It doesn't have to be a, you know, 0.09 inches. You know, it could be a normal, normal, uh, length, the same as your Kentucky bluegrass too. Yes. So yeah, good point. Yeah. I yeah. just, I, I need a, I need a real, a real, really good real mower. Um, nice. I just don't have one. I bought one off a guy, you know, in the, in the neighborhood. He's like, I don't even know what this is. It's called a Canto, Canto, Canto. real mower. And I looked it up. It's like from, I don't think anybody has. I think it's from like India. It's got a Honda (laughs) engine on it though. Hey, there you go. It it works. And I was like 300 bucks. So that's my first one. It just, there's some limitations to it. So I I, I think I'm, I'm, I got to save up and and go for the Toro or or something. The uh, Swords, Swordsman, Swordsman. Yeah, Swordsman. Theirs is sweet. I love the looks of them. Um, it's got the cartridge system too. So you can put in like a dethatcher in it and all that stuff. So. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's one of my big goals is to get a, a nice real mower this year. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, uh, for those of you listening, it's a rabbit hole. You heard it. It's uh it's okay. I've, I finally have it down to half an inch. Now what's next? Oh, it's maybe a putting green. Ah, now I gotta get another mower. So you can see the rabbit hole that we've all been down. <laughs> so be very careful. <laughs> Absolutely. It's, it's addicting. It is. It is. It's addicting and, and it's, but it's fun though. It's a hobby. Like I've said in other podcasts, people listen to, to Netflix. They watch Netflix for two, three hours, four hours a day. We just mow our grass and take care of our grass instead. Yep. So yep. if I'm not, if I'm not mowing, I'm, I'm usually watching YouTube of other grass guys and figuring yep. out how to, how to be better. Yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, this, this next portion of the podcast, we always like to cover some questions from listeners So I've got two questions today that Kevin and I are going to cover together. 
Um, so if you have questions that you want to send in that you would like the guest and I to cover, please send me an email at email at gmail.com. Or you can hit me up on any of my social medias, slide in my DMs. You can also slide into Kevin's DMs. Just careful what you send them. That's um, right. So the first question comes from uh, Courtney. Hey, Courtney. So she asks, I have two dogs. One is about 20 pounds. The other is about 60 pounds. What product can I use to keep their pee spots and the yard looking good? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to get you. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go to you on that one there, Kevin. Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> uh, so the, the product that you can use is water. And, yep. and what I mean by that is you, if you really want to take care of this problem, what you have to do is go out with your dogs every single time they go to the bathroom. And when they pee, you grab the hose and you soak that area because that's, that's the only true way you're going to get rid of your dog pee spots. Now, that's not going to happen. You're not going to go out with your dog every single time, right? So you're going to have these pee spots. The other option you could do, which is what I did, is you make your dog's area where they pee separate. So I, I fenced off an area for my dog, and uh, he was a golden retriever and just pee spots all the time, right? So I fenced off a section and I'd let him pee there, let him kill the grass, you know, do his thing. Um, but when we play ball, he would obviously pee in the yard. How I would fix it, the product that I would use, it's not really a product, but I, I would plug it. So you'd have to take a core out of that dead spot now and replace it with a core of a good spot. And Kentucky bluegrass will spread and so, that will work in that way. I have watched some videos that use like a humic acid um, and with a sea kelp or something like that. It was like a, a mixture that they were like, this is 100% guaranteed to fix the dog spots. It's not 100%, mm -hmm. it, but it helps. So if you can, if you, if you're regular with your fertilizer, regular with your water, um, you can just, you can just live with those dog spots and rake them out and reseed. Um, if you need to, mm -hmm. but it's yeah, tough. And it's, and this is, this is a conversation that <clears throat> obviously you'll have like with somebody, like how much do you care about your grass? Are you listening to this podcast? And you're like, no, no, I want the best. Like I am determined to have the best grass in the neighborhood. Like I need to take care of this. Jokingly people say, well, then you can't have a dog. <laughs> can't have a dog. Yep. Get rid um, of the dog. But I don't did that exactly. Yeah. Don't, don't get rid of the dog. Rid Dogs rid are awesome. Dogs. Dogs but that's awesome. that's exactly what I did. I actually have the same as you. I've got a dog, a separate dog yard that the dogs can go on. Now, some may say, oh, you're not giving your dog free reign and who cares about the grass? Well, you're probably not listening to a grass podcast if you have that opinion. <laughs> that's true. That is very true. Uh, so, yeah, like uh, an option is sectioning off a part of your grass that your dogs use. And, yeah, if once in a while you want to play catch with them and let them run around and stuff, they're just going to be peeing less. But what that's also going to do is allow you to fix those spots and have more time before the dog comes back and pees on that same spot, right? So that plugging that yep. you were talking about, if you were to plug in a dog yard, they're probably going to keep on peeing on that spot and that plug's just going to die as well. So yep. that plugging option, like it really only works is if you can keep it off of the grass for a good, you know, couple weeks at least. Yes. Yeah. Otherwise I, I would also too, I'd, I'd rake that little spot, wherever it may be, once I saw it going dead, just rake it really hard, uh, get all that dead grass out of there, 
and then I'd have a soil and seed mixture that I would sprinkle in there. Um, mm -hmm. Obviously, that takes time, right? Depending on how long it takes to germinate, but that is another good way of fixing each spot. Yeah, cool season guys, you can just overseed with the seed that you use for your your grass normally. Yep. Uh, warm season, warm season guys or people can definitely look at plugging for sure. Right. Um, and then, yeah, they make products that say like, you know, it takes care of pea spots. But again, if you're, if you're thinking that product is going to like take away the pea spots and you're still allowing your dog to pee on them, like it's not, it's just not going to work. <laughs> so yeah, again, jokingly, right. jokingly, like how do you get rid of pea spots? Well, you get rid of the dog. Like it's, yep. that's again, joking, but <laughs> it's, it's yeah. But yeah, the, the whole water thing, I've heard of guys who actually consistently will go out there with their hose, follow their dog and like actually spray after they pee, which is, I wouldn't, I don't do that. That is commitment. <laughs> that is commitment. commitment. It's not just yes. one time. It's every time. Every Man, time. That is commitment. Yeah. No, I, that's funny that you say that about the products. Cause I, dog rocks were part of our dog's routine, right? We put them in the water. I was like, oh man, this thing is guaranteed, right? It's mm -hmm. not guaranteed. No. Uh, yeah. And they yeah, do make, um, they, they do make treats, right? They, they do have like these like treats and stuff that you can buy on Amazon. And for me, that worked a little bit, but my dogs were sick from them. Like they, after what, like, yeah. Yeah. My, uh, well, I, I thought the same thing. So they have a bunch of those products and whenever I'd go to my vet and I'd say, you know, got pee spots. I'd love to get rid of them. But, you know, he said, well, be careful because what that's going to do is like shut down your dog's, you know, bladder, like uh, liver or something, you know, it'll, it'll cause problems to Effective. your dog. So you have to be, yeah, you have to be careful with that too. Yeah. Yeah. My dogs, I've posted videos of like plugging dog pee spots and stuff. There's like, Oh, why don't you just give them those pee treats? Like not everybody's dog can handle them, you know? And nope. you know why? So when dogs pee, why does it kill the grass? Do you know? what what's going yeah. on there yeah so it's it's pure nitrogen going into yeah. your it's a tiny little area so <laughs> nitrogen is good for our lawn but even if you had fertilizer that was high in nitrogen and you just dumped a bunch in a little spot it's going to kill that that spot so dogs pee small tiny area high in nitrogen it, it's it's going to kill that spot yeah so that's what it is just high nitrogen i wish i could like yep. I wish, I wish I could like turn their pee into like fertilizer or something like that. Cause then it'd be like pure urea or something. It's <laughs> just right, like great right. nitrogen for the rest of the yard. But yeah, that's, what's killing it is it's simply just getting super, super surged with like nitrogen on top of nitrogen. So. Yep. And that's why we say, that's why we were talking about with the water. If you're, if you, you know, water that spot specifically, it's actually going to dilute it. So it's going to spread it out and that area actually will grow faster because um there's that is, there's nitrogen there so yeah that's why you see a dog spot it's dead in the middle and then around it is taller grass because that nitrogen kind of seeped out and around yep. the pea spot is higher than yeah the dead spot yeah so it's like if you if you water it it's like going to grow way too fast if you don't water it, it's going to be dead so like you just again it's there's no there's really no like great way to have dogs in a no. perfect yard yeah, I know they asked for a product, but there's not really, I, I can't <sighs> recommend a product. It's just going to be, it's just tough. And then one of those options is just to maybe just say like, hey, I'm going to, my front yard's going to be awesome and my backyard's just going to be like the dog area. Yep, that's That's very also true an too. option. Yeah, that's yep. also an option. Well, awesome. So hopefully that helps you, Courtney. Um, 
no, no, like super, super perfect answer for you, but I think, uh, I think that should help you out. Yeah. Question two. So question two, Hey, Londab, I read your Bermuda guide and it was awesome. And those of you who don't know, I put out a, a awesome DIY Bermuda guide. Uh, I know we're talking a little bit more cool season on this podcast, but if you're in, if you're in the Southern territory, you have Bermuda grass. I did put out a guide. I think it's pretty great. You can go to my website and download it, but that's what this guy's talking about. I liked it. Yeah. Oh, you read it? I did. Oh, yeah. Nice. Awesome. Hopefully, learned a little bit about Bermuda. Learned a little bit, Um, yeah. So uh, that's what this guy's talking about. So, hey, Lon Dad, I read your Bermuda guide. It was awesome. Thank you. Question. It is saying right now is a good time for a soil test, but I am not exactly sure which one is the best. There seems to be a few out there, but which one are you using and which one do you recommend? Right now, while it's cold and maybe not Kevin under eight inches of snow, um, but right now is actually a great time to amend your yard and amend your soil uh, to give it some nutrients that's lacking, uh, especially like a phosphorus or even if your pH is off, it's good to adjust that during the winter while your grass is dormant, but your soil is still soil. You can still amend your soil during uh, this time. So during the winter, I would say it's great to amend your soil. But getting a soil test will tell you exactly what your nutrients uh, or what your soil is missing, what nutrients is missing. So, Kevin, what um, I guess what brands maybe or where do you get soil tests? How often do you do soil testing? We can kind of like chat about soil testing. Yeah, yeah, that's great. I order mine through Yard Mastery, and it's they use my soil, mm-hmm. um, and and so they ship it to me. And I fill a little container and ship it off. And it goes to my local, it's, it's a little bit south, but local testing station. And then they, the results actually get sent to my app in Yard Mastery. So I can see this year's, last year's, the year before. So my soil um, test, and they have their own website too, but Yard Mastery just ends up um, supplying it. And then I like how you can look it up in the app. Anderson's also have one like uh, we talked about earlier. Um, Anderson's has one. And then I believe your local agriculture extension will provide one. I believe mm-hmm. I haven't looked too much into that. Um, yeah. but these are just, you know, ships to your house, you ship it away. Super easy. Just super easy. Yeah. Just really easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and that's what, that's what I use is that, uh, the Anderson's my soil test or my soil. Yeah. It's like super easy. Yes. Yeah. It's super easy. I do. So mine is I'm my, lawn is underneath snow right now and uh (laughs) so i can't do much about it but yeah usually every spring um i do a soil test and it tells me where my levels are at and obviously after winter most of your nitrogen is going to be depleted um and my soil is actually really high in potassium i have really high potassium soil so uh i don't need to do anything with fertilizer for that so it's just it's awesome my ph is great Everything is great. Um, usually just my nitrogen is low, um, which is very common. Yeah, but super I common. Definitely rec- yeah, I recommend soil tests to everybody because usually they just go to Home Depot and get the Scots and throw it down, but they're lo- they're not using the right thing that their lawn needs, and that's probably why they're not seeing the results that they want. Right, yeah. And it's, yeah, if you have good soil, you have good grass. Some people yep. think that fertilizer is for grass, and it is, but your if your soil is good, your grass is going to be great. Yes. And that's yeah, like we, such an easy first step. Such an easy first step. And then you go down the rabbit hole like we were talking about earlier, and you start looking at 
soil amendments and humic acid and and really trying to fix your soil rather than feeding your grass roots You're, you want that soil to be the best soil it can be so that your grass grows healthy yeah the uh that's funny the 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 guide when i was when i was writing it and putting it together i obviously sent it to lawn enthusiasts and and people who would be able to give me good feedback and say like ah you need you should include this or not include this but one guy was just like, man, you, you didn't include any like soil amendments, like humic acid. Like, I'm like, bro, if I start writing that, it would turn into a 300 page. Yeah. <laughs> I, yes. I wanted, I wanted to make it 12 pages and like less than 15 pages so people could easily digest it. If I start talking about soil amendments and micronutrients and all that stuff, it would just get crazy. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You can get real crazy with it. But yeah, yeah. I, so I do mine in the spring. Um, I, I haven't done it yet, but I'd love to do one at the end of fall, um, mm -hmm. between a, a stretch of fertilizer, maybe just to see how well I did throughout the year. Um, I, I, I think this year's, I'm definitely going to do it one in the spring to see where I'm at. And then one in the fall to see how I did. And again, it's, it's just so easy to tell, like, it's just, yeah. it, it tells you exactly how low you are and what you need. And like, it's just uh, for people who say like, oh, I don't do soil testing. Like, well, then what do you... <laughs> How do you know what to put down? I don't know. Exactly. Yeah, I think, I mean, Scott's is definitely the the winner at that, right? It's just go mm -hmm. buy a bag of Scott's and the, step one, you put this down. So yep. yeah, if once you do the soil test, you know you're a lawn guy and then you start buying fertilizer based off of your soil test and yeah. it's game over. Your, your lawn's going to look way better than using just generic fertilizer. Yeah. And uh, so you mentioned, okay, so my soil tests are the one through uh, Yard Mastery. Uh, Anderson's, those are two really good ones. I think the price point, if you get like the soil probe, which you don't necessarily need the soil probe, but it's kind of, it's kind of nice to be able to use the soil probe and you can keep it. But I think those are like 50 or 60 bucks and it tells yeah, you I think the one off a of yard mastery is only like 30 without yeah, the soil that, probe, without the soil probe. So yeah, the right. first time you do it, it's expensive because if you decide to get the soil probe, it's like the most expensive, but then like you keep the soil probe and you can use that for every yep. other soil test. So then yeah, it becomes increasingly cheaper each time you do it. Or I think you buy like two or three at a time and makes it even cheaper. But yep, that's um, true. yeah. So, so the thing that I like about my soil is it, it compared to maybe like a local ag extension for me, I go to Clemson. So Clemson's like in my backyard. It's awesome. So yeah, I can go to their uh, university extension and just give them my soil and they'll, they'll give me a soil analysis like shortly thereafter but the my soil one it goes in depth on all the micronutrients that we kind of chatted about and joked about but yep. it tells me like boron iron like it gives me like 20 different uh, nutrients that are in my soil whereas yep. the, the ag one it's cheaper the one from clemson's cheaper it's like five bucks or something like that but it really only gives me like five of the top ones right. like uh, ph nitrogen, potassium, phosphorus, and like one or two others. And that's about it. So yes. that's why I like the miles, my soil test one. Yeah. I, yeah. I'm actually reading it right here and it, it goes crazy. It's like sulfur, calcium, sodium, magnesium, cop. Yeah. Boron. Yeah. Your pH, which pH should be one of the top ones that you, that you look yeah. at too. Um, yeah. Yeah. It's, I love how in depth it gets. Yeah. So yeah, hopefully that answers, that answers that question of like, where do I get a soil test? Well, a couple different options, depending on budget. I prefer the one from the Andersons or, or even Yard Mastery, but it's all mysoil.com. Yep. Uh, it's all from there. 
I prefer that just because it gives you a lot more information. If budget is concerned, you're like, I want to do this as cheaply as possible because my wife thinks I'm crazy and I can't spend any more money on the lawn than I have. Uh, maybe checking with your local ag extension, it should be less than 10 bucks to, to do it. And it, it'll give you enough. It'll give you sort of what you need. So, right. Right. But yeah, I, I think that's a good point is cost, right? So let's say mm -hmm. you spent $50 on that soil test in the probe. Well, that's actually going to tell you how much you're, you know, the fertilizer that you need. So if you mm -hmm. didn't buy that, you're probably going to buy a lot more fertilizer that you don't need for your lawn. So it's yeah. actually, it probably will save you money um, oh, for throughout sure. the year. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. If we're doing, if we're doing lawn dad math here, it will 1 million percent <laughs> save you money. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And then after a year of doing that, you can buy a Toro, you know, 2100 flex. I mean, so a 3000, $2,000 mower is easily, I mean, you save that amount of money in fertilizer alone, right? Exactly. It's basically free. It's basically free. That's, yeah. <laughs> my wife is going to roll her eyes at this. <laughs> I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mine too. Uh, but anyways, hopefully that helped, uh, helped answer that question on the soil testing. Thanks for asking that. Again, if you have any other questions, we'd, uh, I'd, I'd love to answer those on this podcast with my guest. I think we do a pretty great job. Uh, we're not agronomists. We're not, we didn't go to school to be a, a, a lawn PhD person. We're just dudes just having opinions about lawns. That's all. So. Uh, I, I use two phrases, fake it, fake it till you make it. And then not just a DIYer, but I'm a TR wire, meaning I'm, I just try. I'm just yeah. a trier. Dude, just, just try. Just try. TR wire. TR wire. Yeah. TR wire. Right. Yeah. TR wire. That's awesome. <laughs> yep. Coming straight to you from the head of marketing of the 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 lawn dad marketing studio. <laughs> that's right. That's the, right. The longest yard. Finally, this part of the podcast, uh, I always say, I want to help you have a 10% better grass, 10% better yard, 10% better DIY grass experience. But I also would love to, with this podcast, give you a 10% better experience of being a dad, make you a 10% better dad. And if I've done either of those two things, then man, I'm super excited and this was super worth it. So every single week I ask the guest, in, the, in this case, Kevin. Kevin, we need a lawn dad hack of the week. We need a dad or parent hack of the week. Okay. What you got okay. for us? I came, I came prepared. Here's my hack. Okay. I got a couple for you. The first one is my kids love ketchup, right? Every kid loves ketchup. For some reason, my oldest thinks that Hunt's is the best ketchup. Sure, it might be. But we also shop at Fred Meyer, which has the Kroger brand ketchup. So my hack is to save that Hunt's bottle and refill it with the Kroger brand ketchup. Does she know the difference? No, she doesn't know Absolutely the not. <laughs> no, there's no way she knows the difference. So, but all she knows is I pour Hunt's ketchup onto her plate uh, every day. So yeah, that's a good hack. The other one I have, we put a trampoline downstairs um, during the winter, can't go outside. We have a mini trampoline downstairs and the kids, we have their own separate playroom burn energy like crazy, right? Mini trampoline, they go down there, sweat it up, and then they come upstairs tired. Nice. That, that saved us for sure. I have one hack that has is working. My daughter is very, she's smart, and she's in second grade, but her spelling test, she could care less. She doesn't care about her spelling tests. So my wife and I booked a trip to Hawaii, but they don't know about it. And the other day, 
my wife and I slipped up and we said, you know what? If you get 100% on your next spelling test, we'll take you to Hawaii. Now, that might be shooting ourselves in the foot because now that she, I think that she's, it's today. Today's the day where we'll see if she gets 100%. But did we just set her up for every time she gets 100% on a spelling test, we have to go take a trip somewhere? You know <laughs> you what have I mean? to take a, yeah, $8,000 trip to Hawaii. <laughs> right, right. But I have never seen her more motivated to do homework and to study and everything for this spelling test. So I have, I've got confidence she's going to pass it. And we've got about a month till we go to Hawaii and she's, she has to get hundred percent on one of the spelling tests from here to there. Has so to. I, if she, if she doesn't, then we also are lying and say, you know, <laughs> saying, well, we're going to go anyways because you tried hard or something. Dang I don't know. It. Dang, know. that's tough. That's a tough parenting. It's like, it's like, do you tell your kids, I don't know, Santa's real or not? Uh, it's like one of those like forks in the road. Do we start down this path or not? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But I, I, she, I've never seen her more motivated. So I, I hope it works. That's great. And yeah, yeah. I love the, I love the hack on the catch up thing. Cause that can be, that could be across the board, like not just catch up, but crackers i mean aldi versus like a trader joe's or like a tart i don't know pick the bougiest brand of crackers you could buy them at aldi or something like that so if your kid only eats those gummies or only eats that like just just swap out the package man thanks for that dad hack man that's that's great i love i love hearing like everybody's dad hacks kind of like these last you know x amount of episodes hearing you know each people's what what they think is important and what what works on their kids that's why i think it would help other dads out because you know dads yeah. i feel like i feel like dads don't really talk about this stuff unless prompted and they're just not going to tell other dads what their hacks are so we're yeah. just going to prompt it's it it's super tough it's tough to i was thinking about it all week you know knew and knowing i had to come up with something if i want to relate it to lawn stuff what i did last year is actually involved my kids I do every time, right? But I'm in the lawn so much. I give my kids projects while I'm in the lawn. They're helping me, even if they're not mowing straight lines, right? But mm -hmm. they're helping. They're out there. We're doing stuff together. So that's usually, that's like the biggest dad hack that I have, I think, is is just doing stuff with your kids in the lawn. Um, yeah. Yeah. If you love the lawn, love your kids, have them fertilize for you, you know? Yeah. Just do it. Just mesh it all together. Mesh all your, your yeah. favorite things together. That's yeah. it. That's it. Well, great, man. So Kevin, it's been, it's been a pleasure talking with you today and just chatting with you and hearing about what you guys deal with in the Pacific Northwest and in Washington, and how that compares here. So I think listeners also kind of just got a glimpse into, into the rainy Pacific Northwest, you know? <laughs> so, yes. uh, so again, one more time, the floor is yours. Tell everybody where they can find you on social media and how they can get a hold of you. Okay. Sounds great. Yeah. I am on TikTok, um, YouTube, Instagram, a uh, little bit on Facebook, but it, everything is at the longest yard with an A. So lawn, longest yard. Um, yeah. Look me up. DM, DM me if you got any questions. Uh, I'm, I'm up here in the Pacific Northwest. So I know it's a little bit different area. People aren't too familiar with it, um, but I'm hoping to bring some light to it this year and, and, and gain a good following and, um, share my knowledge, I guess. Yeah. Have some fun with it. Awesome. We're all having fun with it, man. Keep on posting. Love the videos, love the content. Uh, I, and I know, I know people who follow you love it, you know, so 
hopefully get some new followers off of this, but also just uh, thanks for, for thanks for sharing your knowledge and thanks for sharing the data hack and, and just being here today. Yeah. Thank you so much for being on here. First podcast. So I uh, appreciate yeah. it. Yeah. Sweet. Well, hope everybody enjoyed that. Hope you all have a re- good rest of your, your day, your weekend, and we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Thanks guys.